The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Kia ora friends, I'm Joanna Santa Barbara of Motueka bringing you an eco postcard. Each week I send you a small snapshot of a few things going on in our world concerning the health of our beautiful planet. Sometimes it's good news and sometimes it's bad. I want to start today by talking about um, the other COP. You, you may have been hearing about COP27 in Egypt that finished last month uh, on climate. And also now there's another COP, that's Conference of Parties, COP15 on biodiversity being hosted jointly by China and Canada. And uh, for this one, the the very much hoped for achievement, of course, is trying to achieve many things, but the, the sort of big star that people are aiming for is the idea of preserving 30% of the Earth's surface uh, for nature. Humans can occupy 70% uh, and doing that by by 2030. So it's often signaled as 30 by 30. Um, it, the many, it, it's a difficult issue. You, you may think it sounds simple enough, and certainly the formula is simple, 30 by 30. But some say it's not enough, that it should be 50% by nature, uh, 50% for nature. Um, and that surely seems reasonable since we are but one species among millions and we have pushed all of the others aside and depleted their habitats and their population numbers to make room for us and our domestic animals that feed us. So 50% doesn't sound like, like a tall order if you were looking at us from outer space. However, um, that's, that's but one of the problematic issues. Indigenous people throughout the world are very troubled about this. They support it, of course, in principle. But many of them have experience of being removed from natural areas which they occupy. They occupy native forests often and have have their entire livelihood built around what the forest provides. Um, if, if the land is set aside as, as a, a reserve, in many cases it has been that the um, indigenous people were removed from it by force. And that, of course, is a hugely uh, traumatic and terrible experience, as, uh, experience and has resulted in the actual extinction of, of some tribes and some ways of life. So Indigenous people are very worried about uh, that this should be done with full respect for Indigenous people and the fact that Indigenous people in fact, preserve the integrity of natural ecosystems. 
Yet another problem, some countries absolutely can't do it. Think of the Netherlands, a tiny country, um, fairly densely populated, and what what isn't occupied by people is occupied by horticulture and cows. Um, <clears throat> so the idea is that such countries which really have very little untouched nature left um, should financially support poor countries who who can set aside 30, 30% of their land, uh, but who, who may find it difficult financially to organize that. Then there's a dispute over what protected means, with some insisting that protected means that some mining should be allowed which seems preposterous to me, but is nevertheless argued for by some. Some say that this is a distraction from the fundamental fact that humans need to extract and consume less of nature altogether, not just do their consumption in a more concentrated area, but but um, simply work out how to decrease how much of nature they use up. Now that brings us home to Aotearoa, and interestingly, I did a few little sums this morning, and by my calculation, we do have just about 30% under native forest in New Zealand, which may seem terrific until you realize that we used to have about 80%. And it, you know, one could certainly argue for pushing this to 50%. Um, but there's far more to do than just drawing lines on a map, um, starting with browser and predator control and dealing with our poisoned rivers. Um, but clearly that's highly desirable that, that we should think in terms of such a target and um, try to truly reserve 30% for nature. Okay, on to other news. Here's an interesting issue that you may at first think um, is a bit distant from the general issue of the world of nature and how we preserve it and how we deal with the climate. I want to talk for a moment about the idea of participatory democracy and why that's linked uh, to, to preserving our natural world uh, is that uh, often decisions that have to do with preserving nature, dealing with the climate, have difficult trade-offs. I mean, do do we spend our carbon budget on building more homes or do we spend it on repairing the damage from the latest inundation and landslips? Or do we use up some of our carbon budget on speed car racing? Um, all tricky questions in this area. So the idea of having more people and more ordinary people 
involved in making these difficult decisions become starts to become more important. A town in the UK, relatively small town, 15,000, has a part of its budget, part of its council budget, reserved for community projects which the people will decide on how it's spent. And interestingly, uh, when the people decide what they're going to spend it on, nearly half of it goes to what you might call greening, which is either tree planting or community gardens uh, or, or some kind of enhancement of nature. So when people decide, uh, nature comes up pretty high on the list of priorities. Okay, time for one more little thing, and it is that Kiwi have been reintroduced to the Wellington region after a big community trapping effort. Um, they were able to release 11 kiwi, which they hope will eventually become 250 occupy, occupying the area. Uh, this involved massive stoat control uh, with very strong community involvement. It was a four-year project begun by one man, Paul Ward, uh, in eventually drawing in many, many people and many clubs. And the, the birds were the gift of a hapu by the name of Ngati Hinewai. Paul Ward said, there's been an incredible community shift from presuming that conservation was done by a dock ranger in Fjordland to it's being something that we do in our backyards. And what we want is that people will go to sleep at night hearing Kiwi calling and they'll see footprints on their paths that, where they walk with their family and they'll understand what has enabled that to happen and to feel a sense of guardianship over them. A really nice note to end on. I'm Joanna Santa Barbara. This has been an Eco Postcard. Eco Postcards airs on Monday afternoons 3:30 p.m. and Saturday mornings 9:45 a.m. Till next week. Bye for now. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the Top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand on air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.